worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. We've got a mostly cloudy sky and it's 48 degrees here at 403. Topping the news here this hour, Oregon's unemployment rate drops for the fifth straight month. KXL's Grant Mackill has the latest numbers. The rate is down from 4.7% in September to 4.4% last month. The private sector added 10,300 jobs. We saw the biggest gains occurring in leisure and hospitality and in professional and business services. We also saw three other sectors add at least 1,000 jobs in October. Construction, manufacturing, and wholesale trade. State employment economist Gal Krumenauer says the losses were in the government sector. What's happened in Oregon in October looks similar to what happened for the U.S with private sector job gains and government losses. Overall, we've seen that Oregon has recovered 74% of the jobs that were lost in spring of 2020, compared with 81% for the U.S. Grant McHill, FM News 101. And even though the unemployment rate is as low as it is, healthcare workforce folks are saying they've got a crisis and it couldn't get much worse. Oregon lawmakers heard from health industry leaders today that the resignation numbers are going through the roof. Oregon is not alone in this national crisis. National surveys have found that nearly one in five healthcare workers have quit their jobs during the pandemic, citing the pandemic and associated stress as the primary reason for their exit. Andy Easton from the Oregon Association of Hospitals is asking legislators to support incentive programs that may keep more healthcare workers from leaving their jobs. The number of COVID cases in Oregon continues to drop, and a new model suggests that should continue. KXL's Mike Turner has the latest. Today's report shows 785 new cases of COVID-19, and there has been a significant drop in cases according to the latest seven-day average. The Oregon Health Authority's public health director, Rachel Banks, says it should continue according to the latest model from OHSU. The latest reports project a continuing decline in cases and hospitalizations, for the remainder of the year. Pediatric hospitalizations have remained steady and we did see a small increase in ICU admissions for COVID-related illness. She says the projected model depends on people getting vaccinations and wearing masks. There were 52 deaths reported in today's update. Mike Turner, FM News 101. And it's 4.05 now on FM News 101 KXL. Mount Hood Meadows is more than ready to open. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds says a lot of thought has gone into the season with COVID in mind. Dave Tragathon with Meadows says opening could happen right around Thanksgiving. Health and the well-being of everyone is really important to the resort. Social distancing is part of the plan. We're inviting people back indoors to dine again, so we're going to have indoor seating. But when people are indoors, they need to wear a mask unless they're seated in a designated dining area and actively eating or drinking. Dave says to avoid really long waits and overcrowding, Meadows is limiting the amount of all-access passes and season passes. The number of day lift tickets is restricted, too. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. And despite news of record-breaking gas prices in California, the price of a gallon of gas in Oregon has been pretty steady so far. KXL's Zachary Barnes spoke with our gas expert to understand why. 
The average price for regular gas across the state ticked up by a penny from last week to 378. Portland was about a penny and a half higher. Oregon's gas prices continue to slightly tick up because the cost of crude oil has remained high, costing almost double what it did a year ago. And according to Marie Dodds with AAA Oregon, it may stay that way as producers struggle to keep up with demand. Demand for gasoline and oil is basically back up to where it was before the pandemic. However, production is not where it was prior to the pandemic. Dodds adds inflation isn't driving gas prices to increase. And because Oregon doesn't typically get its supply from California, the weather that's causing major spikes in price there also hasn't had an effect. Zachary Barnes, FM News 101. And we're going to have more, too, on the rising price of gas in a special report that comes up at 4.30 this afternoon. With the infrastructure deal signed into law on a federal level, the race now is on to spend that money. KXL's Annette Newell reports ODOT is counting on tens of millions of dollars to protect Oregonians from disasters. This coming Thursday, ODOT's governing board, the Oregon Transportation Commission, will start the meetings deciding where to spend the money. And one focus... Enhance the transportation system's resilience to disasters... Travis Brower is ODOT's Assistant Director of Revenue, Finance and Compliance. Those could include natural disasters like flooding or earthquakes. He says one major point for disaster readiness is getting ready for the big one. So we would use this funding uh, to ensure that our bridges are in good condition for uh, Cascadia subduction zone earthquake. They'll have to decide and spend quickly. Much is available in grants that communities compete for on a use it or lose it basis. Annette Newell, FM News 101. And I'm Tim Lance on Portland's Afternoon News. 410 is the time on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, Fox News host Laura Ingram and one of her guests, they should take this bit on the road. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on you. What? What? What was on me? You're going to hear an exchange that is reminiscent of a certain legendary comedy routine. Trust me. Then it's the five things you need to know today at 419. What's it number one on the list today? The Biden administration buying up a whole lot of something that is related to COVID-19. Stay connected to Portland's afternoon news here on FM News 101 KXL. You're back, and we do appreciate that. I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News, FM News 101 KXL. We know you have a choice, so thanks for being here with us today. Social media today buzzing after an amazing, if not somewhat confusing, exchange between Fox News host Laura Ingram and her guests. The you other know, night. I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on you. Wait, what? 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 What was on me? What are you talking about? Right? What is the, the even hearing what I'm the saying? I never had the measles. Was on you. We never did a we never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I, is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know it, what you're talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had Raymond. I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. What's it called? You, what is you, about? it's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We got to get it's on. It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. What are you never talking mind. about? I'm moving on to Adele. <laughs> All right, so you know what this reminds me of? Well, let's see. We have uh, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find out. You know the folks' names? Yes. Well, who's on first? Who? The fella playing first. Who? The guy playing first. Who is on first? Well, what are you asking me for? <laughs> 
I'm telling you, Tim Taylor, it makes me think that maybe the estates of uh, Abbott and Costello might have a copyright claim here. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to let it slide, but yeah, yeah, they, they they definitely could say, hey, wait a minute, that was hilarious. <laughs> Laura you know, Ingram I, should take that act on the road. She really should. Uh, that was hilarious. I love that. It's like, wait, what? I, I have a show and it's about, wait. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah, good it, stuff. Time now for the five things that you need to know today. Number five. A new poll says 38% of Americans are paying attention right now more than usual to political news, at least for a non-presidential year they're doing that, when compared to 2017. This year's Gallup poll says 45% of Republicans admit that, compared to 40% of Democrats. Number four. Here's some political news, so you better pay attention. House Democrat leaders expect to vote late this week on President Biden. Biden's big social spending bill. The president says he feels good about the bill's chances. And when it passes, it'll go to the Senate. I think we'll get it passed within a week. The nearly $2 trillion spending package includes a large chunk of money, he says, to fight climate change. Number three. Officials in Kenosha, Wisconsin, say the city is on edge as the jury in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial deliberates. The jury started deliberating this morning. The 18-year-old defendant is charged with killing two men and injuring a third during protest last year in Kenosha. He claims that it was self-defense. Number two. The head of the medic company hired to help at the deadly Astro World Music Festival in Texas says he believes his team did all they could to save lives. Paradox Medical Services CEO Alex Pollock says his team was performing CPR on 11 people at once after the crowd surged and that left several people hurt and others dead. Number one. There's a new report that says the Biden administration is getting ready to purchase a bunch of Pfizer's new pills designed to fight the coronavirus. The Washington Post says the administration is set to announce that it's buying 10 million doses. Pfizer know that if it's approved, the pills could be prescribed for high-risk folks to take at home at the first signs of COVID. And those are the five things that you need to know today. I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News.